Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome aboard our October 14th and 15th edition of Tech Talk for 2023. This is our Zombie Walk Weekend Edition Uptown Oktoberfest. And also, if you're listening to us live on Saturday morning... Oh. <laughs> look, look up in the sky and... I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher Yes, we are in the middle burns, of burns, a burns, solar eclipse. The, the peak was at 9.20 this morning. Um, you, I didn't think you were going to be able to see it, so I put a link into the show notes uh, for the live feed from NASA. I grabbed a screenshot of it and threw it into the show notes. And it's there, but yeah, it continues until 10.38. This is a different eclipse because the moon is smaller than the sun at this ratio, so it doesn't completely blot it out. You get literally, as Johnny Cash sang, the ring of fire. So anyway, if you want, if you're listening to us live, if you're somewhere where you've got clear skies, go take a look with sunglasses, please. Don't burn your retinas there. <laughs> Joining me to help with all this... I'm Ron Fraser. Welcome. Thank my, you. Nice to be back. My Sydney neighbor from the other side of the highway... And I'm Brian Pavlicich, your Tech Talk producer. And you brought along somebody special, Ron. Yes, I did. We have an international student from Chile. Her name is Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Welcome. (laughs) So, Laura is spelled L-A-U-R-A? Yes. But pronounced Laura. We're trying to get it right because our brain doesn't think that way. Where in Chile are you from? Santiago. Ah, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Benvenidos? Yeah. Okay, that's about the best I can do. That's my language limitation. Glad it's a very, very long country. Have you seen it on a map? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. The coastline is crazy. There's some great cities there. Yes. Valparaiso is where they have the crazy bike riding down the down oh. the steep slopes. We put videos of that in the yeah, show Yeah, like the GoPro well. videos or the um, drone videos chasing the, the cyclists. Yes. Yeah. Um, a couple things off the top. Show notes. For some of you, there is a little glitch that is left over from when we had our little security issue that was a false one there. If it is trying, when you go to show notes, whether the bookmark or shownotes.ca, if it is trying to download the notes for you, then just go up to the top right corner and either your initials will be there in a circle or your picture. And Brian, you had to do this when you came in. Yes, yeah, and then we just had to click uh, sign out. Yeah, click on the initials, click on sign out, and then go back to either your bookmark or shownotes.ca, and it'll all work well. Sorry. Once you're done, go into your downloads and delete those huge downloads because it's tried to download the entire notebook for this year, which is about, I think, 480 megabytes. Right. And it may have tried to download it several times if you click several times. If it was trying to get you to sign in, don't sign in. Because you don't get to edit the the notes the way Brian and Ron and I do. Right, so there's not much point in signing in. No, it'll well because if you do, it'll download again. So you right. definitely don't want to sign in. I can go back into edit though, because yes, you should be I able can. to. <laughs> okay. When you click on viewing. Yes, I can't. Yeah, I'll have to sign back in. Yes. I'm gonna try and see if it doesn't. You have a special link that lets you edit. Anyway, yes, there we go. Yeah. Sorry for the sorry for the geeky stuff off the top of that one is important. So lots of stuff to talk about here. We're going to continue going through some of the new features in iOS 17. But with you here, Ron, I thought it would be really good to compare to see if mm-hmm. Android phones have an equivalent or better Yes, on that one. And I've added some new ones in. The iOS 17 new features are in a separate tab 
For the vast majority of you, they'll be on the left side of the screen under iOS 17 new features. On some devices, some browsers, those tabs might be across the top. So just look for the words iOS 17 new features and they are updated. So mine just went, something went wrong and we couldn't load this content. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to sign in again. And as soon as, I, as soon as I'm signed in, I get the, the glitch again. So I don't know if okay. I can edit today. Oh, we'll so, figure it out. <laughs> I'll figure it out. All right, bear with me. We'll we'll work through you on that one. There, uh, a couple other things. I mentioned the zombie walk, even though it has nothing to do with technology. This is very old school. Uh, it's from three to five p.m. on Saturday. If you listen to us on Sunday, it was yesterday. You probably saw it on the news. And yeah, everyone, all humans are invited to catch the show off their most horrifying blood-soaked ensembles. They gather starting at two o'clock in Centennial Square. They actually put some general rules out. No fireworks or firecrackers, no fake guns or crossbows. Do not smear blood on store windows along the route. Mm. Um, (laughs) Do not touch or smear blood on people watching you. Do not Mm. impede traffic, have fun, be respectful, and don't bite anyone. (laughs) You you can't call a zombie not to bite someone. (laughs) (laughs) If that's not your thing, Saturday, they also have Oktoberfest at Uptown, uh, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday. And personally, just because I'm hungry and want to go check it out, Boardwalk Burgers is having their grand opening there, where, Ron, where Johnny Rockets used to be. Exactly. On the Fort Street side of the Bay Center. Yep, just as you enter the food court, it's on the right-hand side. Yep, right there, and they're having a buy one, get one free. Saturday, Friday, cool Saturday, deal. not on Sunday. So, there you go. That should set you up for, for everything else. There's a permissions required button. Okay. I gotta figure this out. Yeah, I've been removed. It's not shared with me anymore. Okay, so if you find that special email I sent you, and if not, oh, I'll send you another yeah, one, and we'll carry on with that. Okay, sorry, <laughs> things off the top here. So, if you have an iPhone or iPad that's too old to be upgraded to iOS 17, Apple Ron has released a critical update: iPad iOS 17 uh, 16.7.1. Right. It patches two more significant security holes. Yes, hackers are using them to get access to your device. Um, you need to update it as soon as you can by going to Settings, General, Software Update. Now, there's an important one here because I know somebody who maxed out all their cell data. If you haven't been asked this question before, it'll pop up and say, use cellular data, don't use cellular data. Right. Pick don't use, unless you're on one of those people on a 60 gigabyte a month plan and you don't have good internet. Yes, otherwise it will use up, chew up a lot of data doing that. If your device is newer, we recommend you upgrade to iOS 17.0.3, and I put that into item number 11 in the show notes. Now, a new scam. See if either of you had heard about this. Vicky in James Bay shared this with me here. So you go to a parking lot, and you want to pay to park, and it's one of those ones, Ryan, that it uses a different company, for and, and they give you a QR code that you can scan to download the app. Oh, yeah, like Honker. Honker, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've done that. Mm-hmm. That's worth <clears throat> fine. Check the sign with your finger and make sure the QR code is not a sticker that's been applied over the real one. Yes. Scammers have <laughs> created QR codes that when you tap there, it looks like the parking app, mm-hmm. but it charges you... Four dollars, yeah, and twenty nine dollars tomorrow, and twenty nine dollars the oh, day goodness. after, and twenty nine until such time as you cancel the credit card. Unreal. So maybe just don't use the QR code. Yeah, I mean, go to the app store and download the app would be better. Yeah, it's just it's like barely one yeah. more click. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah. but at the very least, if you are going to use the QR code, just run your finger over <laughs> the edge and see if it's not a sticker that some scammer has has applied. Yes. Hadn't thought of that one. That's yeah, crazy. They they do those things for convenience, and then you really have to be vigilant. Yeah. yeah, but I never would have thought of running my finger over a QR code to see if there's a sticker there. The only QR codes I really use anymore are something like for passcodes or or like linking the Signal app with your desktop. Like yeah. a QR code that shows up on the screen and says, if you scan this, we'll link the device you're scanning with. Or if you're in a museum and you want to know more about you know that right, item, right. there'll be a QR well, code that brings you up the full explanation. And, you know, they put the three-sentence explanation on the little card. Yeah. And then the QR code will give you the full page on that particular item. That's really useful. That's yeah. handy. Restaurant yeah. menus. Yeah, yeah, we were doing that a lot during COVID, so because yeah. they weren't handing out disposable menus to everyone, you could just scan it and yeah. look at your phone. Do you notice they're showing up in TV commercials quite a lot now, too? What? Yes. I've seen, yeah, on CNN, I've seen More some. info on this product, you just hold your phone up and tap the link, and it takes you directly, too. Yep. Wow. That's a great idea. With the resolution of TVs now, that's not a problem yeah. to do. Oh, sorry, I never see commercials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> now... Scam emails, uh, not scam email, but in this case, scam emails advising that you are over your iCloud or your OneDrive or your Google Cloud storage limit and will start to lose pictures and files if you don't do something. I put a screenshot into the notes number three. Your Google storage is full. You've reached your storage limit, dear customer. There's your clue. Your Google storage is full. As a result, you may not be able to upload new files to Google Drive and Google Photos, but as part of your loyalty program, you can now receive an additional 50 gigabytes for free before the files on your Google Drive are deleted. Get free storage. First of all, if you check the address at the top, it's coming from no reply at yan34.ru. Russia. Yeah, Thank Russia. you. There you go. And the get free storage button takes you, in this case, to an identity-stealing fake Google login webpage hosted on a website in Poland. So, please, never click on links in emails like this. If you're concerned that an email like this might be real, go directly to your iCloud or OneDrive or Google account and check your iCloud storage status there. Daryl, who just texted to say that show notes not working, sign out, Daryl, and then don't sign back in. That's the key. Once you sign out, don't sign back in. Either go to the bookmark for the show notes or go to shownotes.ca. If you sign back in, it'll try to download it and go through that little oh. rigmarole again. I was going to say just open a private window and try signing in because you won't be logged in, but uh, I get the item no lo uh, might not exist. What happens if you go to shownotes.ca? That's what's, yeah, I followed the redirect from shownotes.ca. Okay, uh -oh. what's happened there? <laughs> uh, frustrated. Okay, uh, we're going to work through this. This is a good time to mention, I, um, uh, Alan, a listener of the show who's also a web developer, pointed me to uh, Ga the Gamma app. It's new, it's AI for generating presentations and and all kinds of things, and you can basically build a, a rebuild a show notes that doesn't have to use OneDrive, and we can both edit. Oh, yay. So I'll, uh, I'll have to show you. I've started okay. drafting some stuff. So we'll take a quick break, and we will open up the phone lines, texts, and emails. Love to help you out if there's anything while well, we sort out our own technical challenges here. Star 1070 on a mobile phone in Canada, 250-386-1161 on any phone, and text to 107010 one zero. Please include your first name somewhere at the beginning at the end of the text. Back with more and hopefully get the notes working after this. Welcome back to Tech Talk for our Zombie Walk Weekend Edition of 2023. Alan and Ron and Brian and Laura visiting us from Chile. 
So, uh, a couple of the new things that I thought we would we would go through that are in the iOS 17 new features. And Ron, uh, let's go through them briefly and see what the Android e equivalent is. So, the big one that I've been showing people, and it's actually already. I'm happy to say, uh, Brian helped somebody get hip surgery. They were their surgery was postponed before, mm -hmm. and they'd put on the cancellation list, and they'd said, well. Probably February or March. Yep. After waiting a year and a half. Goodness. And I'd said, okay, so what you need to do is you just need to make sure, unfortunately, you answer every phone call. Mm. A lot of them are that you don't recognize the numbers. They're going to be scams. So it's just the price you have to pay because you're going to get that call, hopefully. Yep. And with the new voicemail system on iPhones, oh. when, when the number comes in, if you don't recognize the number at the top, there's a button on the screen that says voicemail. And mm -hmm. you tap it, and it says waiting. It's playing a greeting to the person on the other end. Mm -hmm. And if they start leaving you a voicemail as they're speaking, you see the live words. Hi, it's Dr. Johnson's office. Yep. We're calling to see we have an opening for your... Ah! And you hit the answer <laughs> button. And you hit yep. the answer button, and you go, Hi, it's me. I'm here. Okay, so you have to activate that feature. So you have to be watching your phone. So if somebody hears it switch to that, they know, Oh, this person's screening me. So if yeah. it's your friend, you yeah. probably should answer because they know. <laughs> yeah. So that's but that's a really useful feature. There, that's a brand new thing, Ron. There isn't an that, Android equivalent for that one. No, yet. there isn't. There's. I can get it from Telus. I could get it from a service provider, but I pay five dollars mm. a month to get that feature to oh. actually It'll hear do, the words yes. as they're leaving the message. Uh, no, not as no, no, that's the whole record. point. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. whole point because you want to answer the call and say, "Oh, that's, I got you." That's no. my sister calling from a neighbor's phone. It's just a way to convert to text. Yeah, that's all you no, get no. for your yeah, that your there. five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other one was swipe to reply. So if you want to reply to a specific message in a text conversation, this is number five in the iOS 17 new features that many of you may not be able to access unless you downloaded it from an earlier version. Um, instead of instead of holding your finger on the message on some apps like WhatsApp, Ron, yep. you can do that now. You just swipe from left to right on the particular message in the conversation you want to reply to. Yes, and I can do that on the Android phone, but only to other Android users. It doesn't work oh, with yes. uh, anyone sending okay. me something from Apple. And you can do right. that on Signal, and you can do that on WhatsApp as well. Yeah, oh, it works in Signal too. Well, let me try. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes sense because you're using iMessage or you're using the Android equivalent, and they just don't talk to each other. Yes. So if we send to each other, you actually send as you know SMS or MMS. Yes, on Signal as well. You swipe yep. from left to right on any part of a conversation, oh, and nice. it and it pops up. That gives you the arrow, and when you let go, it automatically goes into reply mode, and it quotes the thing you're replying to. Yes. Well, that's nice. That's Starts handier. with a quote, so you can read the note and then reply. Yeah, so yeah. if you go, yes, yeah, they yeah. know you're saying yes to bringing pizza, <laughs> yes. not to can I bring four friends. Yes. Yeah, I hope so. There uh, we go. Um, and that's so much better. Like, you used to be able to click and hold, and from the menu, go reply. But this is just so fast. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm replying to. Here we go. Yes. The other one, and you need to make sure that you've turned this on, is auto-delete of verification code. So you need to go to settings, passwords, password options, and turn on the cleanup automatically switch. It'll prompt you when you get a verification code. The first time to, so to turn that on. Yeah. Now, some of you have <clears throat> chatted with me and said, I don't want to do that because what happens if the code doesn't work? And then they've deleted it. No, yeah. this is the really small devil in the details that Apple gets bonus points for. It will only delete the text message after the code has been used 
successfully. So it backchecks the thing to make yes. sure it actually is used. And okay. where that's an issue is particularly with a couple credit unions when they send you verification codes for adding your card to Apple Pay. Oh yes. Their verification messages formatted the wrong order. So it oh. picks up the phone number as being the verification code, the number that sent you the code, yes. not the yeah. code itself. People do that a lot too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In my experience, it's not yeah. the 5 or 6 digit number that sent you the the computer that generated the code. It's the in the message. Yes. With anyone else, it picks up the code itself, but for some reason, credit unions seem to be have their oh. message in reversed order. Credit unions and online banking are always a headache. They're, <laughs> like, yes. they're like 10 years behind always. It's because they don't, the credit unions, bless their hearts because they do such good, mm-hmm. they don't do these other services. They contract them out to another company and then the two systems don't mesh and thing, things don't work. Well, in the Android system, it will populate that uh, field for you. So if you have to enter a code, it'll pop right up and do that for yes. you. And it'll save it in the area where you have a little uh, a copy of the things you've yeah. copied a clipboard. Um, you still have to delete it manually though. Yes, but at least it does populate it for you. Yes. So you don't have to go away from where you are to go to the messages to get it. Yeah, it and that's with the new uh, Android operating system yeah, with they, UI1. That's, that's a good one there. You get fill from messages and you just... It exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, location sharing is uh, made much easier now on, on iOS 17. You just tap the plus to the left of where you're going to type some words yep. and you get camera, photos, stickers, audio, location, and more. And when you tap location, you can request your location or you can share your location. Yes, we get yeah. the same on Android. Yeah. So I can share oh, location, yeah. stickers, yeah. GIFs, gallery, attach a file. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Send oh, so contact. Well, Android's already had stickers, I guess. Yeah. They, yeah, they've yeah. done cool stuff, though. They've added quite a lot to that menu. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take a look. The big thing about stickers on Apple is now they're animated stickers if yes. you took them from a live photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But one of my really Yeah, I know. Well, that's that competition, though, right? It's we true. Want these, it's true. Yeah. You no longer have to say S-I-R-I on iPhones and <laughs> iPads. There's a switch that allows you, you don't have to do the hey word. For for G O O G, and I'm saying this so your devices don't trigger. That's why I'm spelling yeah. the word. Yeah. Um, you used to have to say, "Hey, G O O G L E." Can you now make it so you just say G O O G L E? I don't know. Let's try it. Google. No. Okay. <laughs> but Bixby, the Samsung assistant, is much better what? than it used to be. It's, it's amazing. Train, right? No, it, yeah, no it's not. You have not used it recently. No, because I tell everybody to deactivate it. I'm so. telling you, the new one is fantastic. Wow. I do most of my voice styling with it. I yeah. bring up a text message. It fills out a text message. It'll create a WhatsApp message. Do you want to try? Uh, 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 Demo, you have to hold it up to your, close to your phone so we'll hear what it says. But Hi, Bixby. Send a text message to Alan Perry. Okay. Oh, he's got the volume off because we're in the Alan, studio. Yeah. Hi, we're just testing out Bixby to see how text it works. To Alan Perry. Alan, hi, we're just testing out. <laughs> Get cut off. Yep, but I see it. Okay. I the message. There. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, so it's a lot smarter. It's my, I got to tell you, way better. Okay, so if you have a Samsung phone and you've been cursing Bixby up to now, then... Okay. Or hi, Bixby, what's the weather? Hi, Bi- you know, all those things. So. Yeah. Um, in Safari on iOS 17, there's a new feature that allows SIRI to read a web article to you. You just simply go, SI- well, I'm, again, I'm spelling oh. her name, mm-hmm. um, SIRI, read this to me. Does, is, that, is that an option on... No, it'll, I tried that. It'll read text, but it won't read uh, a web page or... Yeah, no. Okay. Um, offline maps. 
you, you normally used to have to use a third-party app to download the the maps. No, now you on, still can. With Google, you can download and use them offline with no connection. Okay, yep. perfect. Yeah, Same was, thing. They've had that for like 20 years. Yeah, okay. Yep. So that one's that we talked about that one before. I'm just going through these in my little notes here. Photos app now recognizes your dogs and cats. You have to have more than three... Uh, more than three photos of the same pet before it will recognize them. That makes sense. I'd love, I like that it doesn't every random pet that's in a picture somewhere, it creates a profile for it. Yeah, exactly. That's a really, that's a really cool one there. Visual lookup now deciphers laundry symbols. You just simply point the camera at it, and if it recognizes that, there'll be a little eye with an information at the bottom. When you tap on it, it says, that looks like laundry care, and you tap it. And that's item 70 in this special handout on the notes. And then it actually tells you what the symbols, what the symbols mean. Is that a thing on, uh, what's it called, on Google Lens? Uh, I have not tried that. I should, is there one here that's big enough? Let me try it. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, you need an actual laundry uh, tag. That's right. I'm not sure that's printed high enough to, online. yeah. Let's see if it'll... Uh... Here, well, some, one of you take off your items and clothing. No, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> we'll try that during the break. <laughs> the other one that I've been having fun showing people is the new fast crop for photos. All you do is you take a photo that you've already taken and you pinch and zoom mm. to make it any level of magnification and there's a crop button that appears in the top right corner. Oh, you don't have to specifically go into crop settings. No. That makes and sense. That's nice. it picks up the ratio that you last cropped to. Okay, not the original. That's right. It It'll picks be, up the, if so if you last cropped to square for an app, mm -hmm. then it will offer that. If you don't want that ratio, you tap the ratio button up at the top, pick a different one, and then the next time, it will also do that one as well. Um, there's a crooked picture one that I want to ask when we come back after a news update here. Is there a way to tell to avoid taking crooked pictures on Android? I wish they'd make the line bigger on Apple, but it's there at least. Okay, quick break. Back with more. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on for October 14th and 15th, 2023, Ron Fraser's in studio with us, along with Laura, his international student from Santiago in Chile. And we're still trying to figure out what's going on with the show notes. So my apologies for that one. I will continue to work there. So we will try to make sure that I give you all the links to everything until we sort them out. If you're listening to us on the Sunday afternoon rebroadcast, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, Brian, this will be fixed. Yeah, we've got then. some work to do this afternoon. Yes. Okay, a couple texts here. You've got some really good questions here that we're trying to figure out. So I have a 2021 14-inch MacBook Pro. Ever since upgrading to Sonoma, when I'm watching a video with VLC and I have an HDMI cable plugged in between my laptop and TV, mm -hmm. when I try to fast forward in VLC, the video freezes, causing me to have to restart. However, the audio plays as normal. I've never had this problem before upgrading to Sonoma. Do you happen to know anything about this? It's just one of those bugs that are unfortunately normal with the new operating system. I mean, that sounds like a VLC bug, not... Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, the first thing is double just update VLC, double check, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then... Should be the uh, Apple logo help about VLC check for updates? Uh, yeah. Sure. And the other yeah. thing to do, double sometimes check. you need to uninstall VLC 
and reinstall it. It yeah. won't, sometimes doesn't apply updates properly. Yeah. I've seen a couple editions of it lately that have done that. Yeah. That said, you can't just update this. You've got to remove oh, it okay. and run an install again. So if it's yep. one of those versions, that might do it. VLC is Video Land Codex. It's a nonprofit group uh, called Video Land, and they make the VLC player not such a big deal these days, but going back 10, 12 years, when we had a multiplicity of new video formats, they became known as Played the, everything. They'll play everything. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good for like MKVs and such. Yeah. Now you don't say person whose number ends in five three two nine. You don't say what type of video you're trying to play. Yeah. Can you just try playing it on the Mac? The built-in video player app would be. Oh, uh, never use it. I can't even remember. Yeah. Uh, there just, is a just to make sure the video works properly. Yeah. 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 But I'm guessing you're. I'm guessing it's some combination of Sonoma together with VLC. One got updated and the other didn't get the memo. That's really yeah. common with Mac OS upgrades. We used to see that all the time with a lot of third-party programs yeah. because security will lock out something or delete yeah. a feature or block something. If you're going to download software like VLC, be careful where you get it from. There's a lot yes. of scam malware-laden versions. VideoLAN, V-I-D-E-O-L-A-N dot org. Don't go and do a yep. Google or Bing search for it, or you'll find up uh, ones that will be scams. Yeah, videoland.org. Yeah, and it's then crazy you'll find it. how often that happens now. Like Google will sell advertising space to anyone, and they can say, we are VLC. And you yes. click link and hit download, and you've, you don't even know what you've downloaded because it's not yeah. actually them. Phone lines are open on Saturday morning when we're live, 250-386-1161, star 1070 on a mobile phone. Text like that one to 107010. So one of the really cool things, and I'm sorry you can't see it in the show notes, um, for those of you that can't, because I want to I get this fixed, because Ron did a really great example here. If you have a Samsung phone made in the past three years, Ron, and not a budget model, there's been a really great update to the Samsung Gallery Photo Editor. This yeah. is item 14 in the notes, for those of you that can see them, that now lets you remove objects and people from a picture. It's really cool. So you basically click on the edit button, and then it says remove object. And you draw a circle around it, or you can click on the person, and when you click on it, it will try and find the borders find the border, yep. of the person or object or power line or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And you apply it. And then it will remove it. And if you don't like it, you can go back a step. It goes back a step at a time, mm -hmm. like Photoshop. So you can yeah. go back and you can try it again. And you can draw by hand around things. It'll also remove reflections now that's and shadows. Because what I wish you could see is the picture of the, I guess, Lara, I guess you're one of these people in the picture. Can you show her on the notes? And, yeah. Uh, on the main show notes. Not in, not in that oh, one. Right, in of course. It's, it's item number... Um, number 15 and there's a picture of the three walking away from the camera on long beach and the tide's just gone out so there's lots of reflections yes and then is that is that you on the right yeah, yeah. okay yeah so and, and then i just uh drew a circle around the person in the white sweatsuit mm -hmm. and click and it's gone but you could still see the reflection and then oh. drew a circle around the reflection but i could have done the whole thing at once oh yeah and if you get one of the best ones I've done, unfortunately, I, I don't have it at my fingertips here, but I had one of the students where we had the sun coming in, and so half of her face was completely shaded from her nose to one side, yeah. and the other side was in the sunlight, and it was a beautiful photo. One of the buttons it has in the gallery photo editor that comes with every Samsung phone mm -hmm. says remove shadows. 
got a perfect exposure really? of her face. Evened it out. Oh. Did you could never tell. It was amazing. So that that's been really useful a couple times. Doesn't work for everything. I've tried a few yep. things where it says I can't find a shadow. I can't find a reflection. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but for removing objects, incredible. Like for a, a program that comes with the phone, yeah, it does a lot of things yeah. that uh, would cost you a lot of money yeah. to do very quickly. What do you think? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty impressed with this image. The way it's, it took out the reflection, in particularly. Yeah, and it yeah. takes into account what the background is. So actually, the fill where you've removed the item looks very good normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't believe I couldn't remember this a minute ago. QuickTime is the default video player. Oh, of course. Which Thank I you. Used, yeah. used to use all the time. Now I n- never touch yeah. it. But. Thank you. <laughs> so this now, so if you don't have a Samsung phone made in the past three years, if you want to be in the Android world, we talked about this, Brian, last week, the new Pixel phones yes. have features that are built in as well. In addition to the Magic Eraser, they also have um, the one that lets you take like 14 photos of a group of people and then you can tap on the faces you don't one like. One take, yeah. Yeah, one take. One yeah, take. best take it's called. Best take. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And God, they've also got in. magic mover. So in this case, Laura, we could take you from the right side of the picture and move you to the left side of the person and then and then add something in or remove something. And that's all done powered by AI. And that's only on the Pixel phones so far? Yes, on the and new Pixel phones. Because here. that's AI-powered, so they require a lot of processing. This uh-huh. is the kind of thing you and I would do on Photoshop at home. Yes. And even that's pretty cool. But to be able to do it on a phone. Yeah. So, yeah, Unreal. so between these two, that gives you a couple options. And this isn't something that you can do on an iPhone right now. K- kudos to Android. That's you know Often it's like little increments and stuff, but yep. that's kicking iPhone's butt. Yeah, and yep. then to have Samsung build it into their photo... Uh, gallery photo editor app so check to see if you have gallery photo editor on if you have a samsung phone and then see if Mm. you've got those buttons there if not check for an update samsung has a similar feature to best take called one take oh yeah that you hold down the shutter release and if you're filming in a dark area or something it will pick the best photo or it will combine the images from several photos to give you one that's exposed properly there's no blur in it if you had motion. Yeah. It works really well. That These are awesome, yeah. awesome new features. Okay, quick break. Back with more. We have the end of the line for DVDs and Blu-rays at Best Buy coming up. And we also have some updated for news if you have friends or loved ones in the Middle East, given what's going on there. Welcome back to Tech Talk. As we roll on here, apologies for the show notes. We will figure that out. Trust us, it's driving us <clears throat> crazy. Insert word before crazy. Uh, no more taking crooked pictures. If you often take pictures of the ocean or lake, only to discover that you have the horizon slightly tilted. If you have an iPhone or an iPad on iOS 17, there's a hidden solution for that. You have to go to Settings, Camera, then scroll down to the composition section and look for the level switch and tap to turn it on. This is one of those things that I never even thought of, Ron, but once I saw it, I went, oh, it's absolutely awesome. Then when you open the camera app and point it at anything that has a level in it, whether it's a picture or the ocean, you'll see a white line with two broken dashes at the end. And when you turn it to its level, the line goes solid yellow. Cool. They do that with some uh, SLR cameras. Some DSLRs have that feature. Yeah. In yep. But this is now my only frustration. Excuse me, being picky. The line is the line is really thin. Okay. Uh, I'm okay. going to open it up here for for Ron. 
oh, there's one of those scam calls coming in from supposedly from Penticton oh. with the voice. So I'm going to show Ron. He hasn't seen this. So I'm going to tap the voicemail button. You can take the phone. So nope. now it says waiting. So if the person on the other end leaves a voicemail, you'll see their words start to appear. It's playing them my greeting right now. Yep. And if they leave a voicemail, you'll see their words start to appear on the screen. If they don't leave a message and they realize it's a scam, it'll just go blank. They hung up. Yeah, it looks like you're getting no message from that one. Nope, they just hung up. So that was a scam call. Good. But that's the way to avoid it. Yes, yeah, so I'll turn the camera on for you. You can take that now. And if you point it at something that's got a level, you'll see a white line or... Oh, you know, I totally see it. Yeah. And you just tilt it. That's a small thing. That should be easy for Android to... I think they do. Like no, you can we, put no. on, you can put on the um, thirds, the grids. The grid, yeah, but you yeah. don't get a level. There is something no, you can the, do though. The third, I mean, but the thirds is always flat. You can just—it's a line on your screen. That's all you need to orient. Right, but if the river, if the water, if the horizon on the lake is above or below the thirds, then it's not a good guide. You have to point the camera down to get the third on the line. Oh, this, oh yeah. This shows you exactly where it is. It's a small thing, but I think. Well, I mean. I just you can visualize you can even if the lines like are an inch away from each other you can see like oh yeah those are parallel or they're not. But yeah. what but. I do have on Android, if you take the picture, you click on edit, you bring up the menu, and there's two things you can do. So if there's a a slider that yes. allows you to change the angle, yes, so yes. you can do yeah. that until you get what you like. And if you go, I'm, I'm not good at lining things up. I don't know how to do that. So let's say it's off a kilter like that, yes. Alan. Yes. You press the magic wand, and it magically centers it. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's a good there is one. a one button solution. Yeah, that's that's a nice new feature. In the gallery. Yeah. I mentioned before the break, Best Buy is going to stop selling DVDs and Blu-ray discs within a few months. They say the reason is simple, just not many people are buying them anymore due to all the online streaming platforms. Definitely. And especially because the streaming platforms are now four K HDR. Yep. And so a lot of people that have the Blu-ray even they don't have the 4K version, or no. they don't have the HDR version. I do have an opinion. I still like to buy Blu-rays, um, and sometimes, often they come with 4K version in the same box. Yes. Mm -hmm. The reason is, I've discovered, and other people listening probably have too, that there's some movies you really like, or a series you really like, mm -hmm. they're not on any streaming service. And it doesn't have to be older. It just wasn't that popular. Yeah. So the streaming services don't bother with them. How do you ever get to see that again if you don't have a copy of it? Yeah. So I've got a couple of old favorites that I you rarely, rarely ever see on yeah. streaming, if at all. Mm. Um, so for that, I, I like it. But I, I understand this yeah. is where the world is going. So. Yeah. Was this the uh, two-for-one that we were talking about? With David calls in and said, like, I can't check the notes, but at the beginning of the show... After we talked about the zombie walk, you mentioned the big two-for-one sale. Is that the Best Buy DVDs? No, no, no. I don't know what. They're probably three-for-one for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, two-for-one was Boardwalk Burgers. Oh. Gra grand opening uh, Saturday, Friday, and Saturday. So Friday's gone, but if you listen to us on Sunday or Brian's podcast, then that won't help. A yeah. burger and a Blu-ray, that's a good deal. <laughs> that, that would be good marketing. Yeah, that's on the Fort Street side of the Bay Center. Okay, so if you want to find out if one, let's, we'll use this as an example, Ron. So I'll give you the website, and again, apologies, I'll put this in the notes once we get them fixed. Justwatch.com slash CA for Canada. Justwatch.com slash CA. That tells you which streaming platform has your show or movie. So what would be, and I'll just click the search box up at the top, Ron, what would be a movie that you really like from years past? The Fiendish Plot of Dr. Fu Manchu. 
Oh, thanks for your short title. <laughs> Sorry. F-I-E-N-D-I-S-H. Plot? Plot. Okay, I'm just going to go with that. There we go. And it's found it. I just did Fiendish Plot, and it tells me that it's available to rent on Apple TV for five bucks. It's on Google Play for five bucks. It's on YouTube for five bucks. And if you want to buy it, Apple will sell it to you for ten bucks, Google and YouTube for fifteen. That's cool. Because so, that's Peter Sellers' actual last movie. Oh, that's why I recognize yes. that. Yes. It's not good, but it's really interesting if you're a Peter Sellers yeah. fan. So again, apologies for those of you that can't access the notes, so write that down. Justwatch.com slash CA. And so before you go and sign up for a rental service, whether you know, like Crave or Apple TV Plus or Prime Video or whatever, check to see if the movie you want that you'd given up because you thought it wasn't available now that um, Pick a Flick is closed, check to see if it's actually out there on one of those platforms because you will not believe the... Um, I'm looking at all these platforms that I've... Kokoa, K-O-C-O-W-A. I've never heard of that platform. No. Flixfling, never heard of that one. Fandor, never heard of that. There's all these ones I've never heard of. Sundance, from the Sundance... Oh, Sundance now Amazon channel. So Sundance, that's from the Sundance Movie Festival. Okay. There's Paramount, there's Paramount, plus Amazon channel. Yeah, there's all these different apps out there. There's like, there's just, you will not believe how many there are. We counted them last time. Brian, I think about this time last year, we got up to like 45. <laughs> this is looking like 100. Wow Presents, Tink, I'm just mousing, Magellan TV, Broadway HD, Filmsy, Deku, Dogwoof. Okay, I have to click on Dogwoof <laughs> on demand just on principle. Yeah, okay. sounds like clickbait. Okay, no, it, no, it's got all these, okay, it's not just dog movies, it's not what it is, so I don't know, I don't know anything about Dogwoof, somebody will, but anyway, so that's a really good, really good service for you to have. Again, just watch dot com slash CA. And we need the competition. Right now it's good to see a bunch of them, but you know they'll get snapped up by some of the larger streamers. Yeah. Which in a sense is frankly better because otherwise you're paying six bucks here and nine bucks there and twelve bucks there and before you know it you're paying a fortune. Yeah, there's an economy of scale as long as they pass that along to consumers. So Okay, Patricia, on the phone lines, you're up next when we come back after a break on Tech Talk. You can join in, 250-386-1161 on any phone, star 1070 on a Canadian mobile phone on Saturday morning when we're live. As we continue on Tech Talk, back to the phone lines and Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Thanks for waiting. Welcome aboard. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I have a Kindle that was purchased in August 2019, and I only use it in a couple of books up until early 2020. 2020, uh, 2020 right. put it away. Now I brought it out. Are there any security reason, uh, challenges with these Kindle readers? It depends on the particular model. Which model of the Kindle reader is yours? Do you know? 8-inch HD display, 16 gigabyte black. Um, and it's an actual Amazon Kindle. Yes, it came right from Amazon. Okay, we're going to... Uh, so there's the... In 2019... Da, 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 or 2018. It looks like the 8th the eighth generation 8-inch eight came out in 2018. So that's five years. Normally, Amazon Kindles are supported for three to four years. The original models 
were um, two to three years because the technology, Ron, improved so much year after year. Yeah, the good thing about a ki- The good yeah. thing about a Kindle is it's basically books and internet and storage. Yeah. So you may find that you can't get any more books on it. I think books will always be supported. I think you're going to run in if you're running Netflix on it. And stuff. Well, no, it's they changed the format of the books. And the, and the earlier Kindle devices don't have the ability to get a firmware to handle the newer formats. Oh, what's the... Like, still, like EPUBs or... or yeah, using... Kindle used this particular proprietary uh, format. Have you did. tried, uh, Patricia, to see if you can add a book? Um, no, I've got to go on now and read how I do that. So I'll, I'll just go yeah. ahead and... Uh, uh, I wouldn't worry, uh, this is one of the few devices, Ron, I wouldn't worry too much about the security because that model does books. Yeah, there's specifically, well, it does books, but specifically it looks like it'll receive security updates through the end of 2025. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. So for security, you should be okay with that unit. Yeah. Very good. That, but, that's good then, because I only want to book, download books, not movies, movies or anything exactly. like that. Exactly. So yeah. try, see if you can find a free book to download. They yeah. have some, just to test that that still works. Okay, very Before you good. get frustrated. Yeah, I'm really glad you're checking. Thanks for being careful. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, I should mention, by the way... Um, Um, Having the note, we realize how much we depend on the notes. Driving (laughs) me absolutely crazy here. But I will tell you this security one. Anyway, thank you for those of you that have sent these. Watch out for scam websites. This is four in the notes for anybody that can still ask them, but I don't think anybody can. Scam websites offering you a prize if you complete a short survey from companies like TELUS or Rogers or Bell. The one I put in the screenshot says it's from TELUS. Congratulations from TELUS. Every Wednesday, we randomly select 20 users by system (laughs) to take a short online survey about TELUS products and services. It includes questions that can be finished within 30 seconds or less. In this way, we can know our users better and improve our products and services. Not bad using Google Translate to make that what. And then you click on, and they ask you three questions or four. And you'll get a chance to win a big prize like a new iPhone or Samsung smartphone, Ron. (laughs) <laughs> now, yeah. you will lose on the first yeah. try. That you open a box, and it goes, no, sorry, better try again. Yep. You will win on the second try every time. And then all they want is... Your credit card number. To pay for oh. the nominal shipping fee. Oh, my goodness. If you hey. give them that info, two things. They will immediately rack up fake charges on your card until your card gets maxed out and canceled. Secondly, because you clicked on the link in the first place, they captured your email address when you filled out that in order to qualify, and they will bombard you with a raft of other scams in the days and weeks to come. Companies do not, as as much as I wish they did, they do not allow you to win a free phone if you answer four questions about I your... I don't even wish they did. It was always a scam anyway. It's like, we'll get 100,000 people and we'll give away four iPads. Like I'm still waiting for my Costco $1,000 gift certificate. <laughs> yeah. Our number two of Tech Talk for Zombie Weekend coming up after this. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Our number two for our eclipse weekend, but the skies are clouded over in Victoria and the eclipse is over anyway. If you missed it, you can go and search for it on YouTube. And NASA had a really great feed with jets and cameras all over the place. It looked really cool. There will be a total eclipse coming up in the spring of next year. We put that in the show notes a couple of weeks ago, but I can't access them, so we'll work on that. If you're just tuning <laughs> yeah. in, the notes have decided to go 
That was a very highly technical term. They're there. I can see them. You can't see them. Don't know why. Uh, Bruce has sent me a really... He says, the default document library name on the OneDrive site was changed from question mark documents question mark to some other name. To resolve this issue, you must rename the document library to question mark documents question mark by using one of the following methods. Bruce, mm-hmm. thank you for that. You've got more time to search this out than we were on the air, but we'll, we'll work on that. Cool. So bear with me. So we'll just make sure that we don't do anything in there. We should mention uh, one of the videos um, that was in the notes up there. We had a passing in there of somebody that I think as soon as you hear it, you'll know immediately. You know you make me want to shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on now, don't forget to say you That is Rudolph Isley and his brothers, the Isley Brothers, 1959, they did that. Famously used in uh, Animal House, in the yes. movie, in a bar scene. And yep. there's a great rendition of that on YouTube. Just search for Isley Brothers Shout. And then also look for the same version where they did it at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction in 1992. Okay. Rudolph Isley passed away at the age of 82. Well, one other homework video that you'll just have to search YouTube for this because the links won't be there till we fix this issue. Hopefully by Sunday, by the time if you're listening to the rebroadcast, then we'll have this fixed. But if not, well, bear with us. Brian's got a bright idea here. There's a fellow named Joshua Weissman who does, he's a chef, and he put together an awesome video of 100 food hacks he learned in restaurants. So these are tricks that they do in restaurants that you and I can do at home. Here's just a little bit of a couple of them. Instant shredded chicken. You got to cook chicken breast, need to shred it. Don't use your hands. Don't use forks. Instead, I know this is kind of whack, but I've been doing this a lot recently. Place the chicken in a bowl, take your electric beaters out and let her rip. Yes, it will shred your chicken quite quickly, actually. Now, while we're on that topic, chicken breast is the hardest protein to cook. You have to cook it at a perfect temperature and it goes dry the second you go one degree over that. This, on the other hand, is much more forgiving. Chicken thigh. You can cook this for longer and it'll just get more tender. It's really hard to overcook these. If you're not anti-dark meat, then please use chicken thighs moving forward for most of your recipes. Juicier, easier to cook, and more flavor. There you go. There's a hundred of them in 35 minutes. Little simple things like if if cutting onions make you cry, then before you cut them, sprinkle water on them. Flick water from your fingers on them. What? I know. <laughs> what? I don't get it. Yeah. Prevents the gas um, from rising off the onion or something. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. if you find these hacks really useful and you go, wait, 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 I can't write those all down. When you're watching on YouTube, click on more on the description mm-hmm. of the video, and then you will see that there is a transcript. And you can go down literally and you can copy paste the tips that you think you want to write down and post on an email to two friends because they went by so quickly I watched it three times and there's all sorts of really useful ones and then Brian one of the people one of the viewers mm-hmm. went in and put in like a comment but what he did was he went through he she they went yeah. through and picked all the timings of each of the individual 100 tips yeah they posting links to cue points with the description by each one so if you want to jump to they don't they're not numbered but salting tomatoes before you bought before using in sandwiches. Amazing, such a trick. I always salt my tomatoes in my sandwiches. But uh, yeah, you can just pick from the list and then jump to the cue point. Let's see right here. 
Just, I'm gonna be real nice. Hey, enough is enough. I told you to salt your tomatoes where you put on a goddamn sandwich. You can't even taste it. It's diluting all of the flavor of everything that you're eating. This is a hack. You might think, oh, it's a technique. No, it's a hack because it makes your sandwich taste 10 times better. Your water tomato sandwich. Please season them with salt first on both sides. <laughs> now it can go in a sandwich. Amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, really useful tip. So strongly about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's quite a character. Anyway, there you go. Okay, uh, if you're just tuning in, that other voice is none other than... Ron Fraser. From my neighbor across the highway. Ron's retired. <laughs> How many my years? my house in yes. Sydney. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, four years in November. Four years. Oh, my goodness. Next month. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> when did wow. that happen? Brian Pavlicic, our technical producer and more, is here. And what you can't see in this studio is Laura is here. Laura is from Santiago, Chile. She's part of the International Senate uh, Student Program. How are you finding it here? I like it. Yeah. Very interesting. How does it compare to what you were expecting when you came here from Santiago? Uh, it's. You probably have this picture safer. of what. Oh, mm -hmm. that's a big deal. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone has this picture of what life in Canada is going to be like, and then you get here and go, oh. I, I try to tell her to, downtown's not safe all the time. And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> we have <laughs> you, our... should, you should see Santiago <laughs> downtown on a Saturday <laughs> night. Good luck. If you want to host an international student, and as Ron and, and Tamara and Suzanne and I are really loving doing, because Ron's the one that got Suzanne and I into this with Emma and Nihon, um, I put, oh, you can't see that show notes. <laughs> Drives me great. Homes, I'll give you the website where you can read about it first. Studyinsanich.ca. That would be for students, but then you add slash host hyphen interest. Yeah. If you Google CISP too, S-I-S-P, Saanich International Student Program, you'll get yeah. a, a lot yeah. of information. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. There's uh, students from all over the world that come here. It's a very popular program on that one. So, okay. So, carrying on. So. Uh, we had a, a listener that he texted in, I believe, about Peter Sellers' last movie. Yes, because we had we brought that one up. Uh, yeah, the Finnish plot of Dr. Fu Manchu I yes. mentioned. I actually, just to confirm, I'd heard this for years, but I looked it up on IMDb, and actually the Finnish plot of Dr. Fu Manchu oh. was his last movie. It was filmed in 1980, just months before his death he finished filming. Yep. And I think the reason often people think being there is his last film. Yes, that's It was what I a thought. fantastic film, and yes. I think people oh, in the studio so wanted to be remembered. Okay. By that one, not this one. But I'll say, if you're yes. a Peter Sellers fan, yep. you have to see it. There's some fantastic actors in it. Helen Mirren's in it, mm -hmm. Peter Sellers. Uh, yeah, um, it's incredible. Just see this, it if you can. This is being there. Uh, no, I'm oh, talking oh, oh. about the Fiendish plot of oh, Fu Manchu. Okay. Something mm -hmm. people would not normally see. Yeah. But if you like Peter Sellers, you yep. got to see it. The Fiendish plot, Dr. Fu Manchu. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, phone lines are open while we're live on Saturday. Star 1070 on a mobile phone in Canada, 250-386-1161. Otherwise, you can text us at 107010. So, uh, here's another one for you here. Okay, I'm sorry, a whole bunch of texts. I know the problem with the show notes. Sorry, driving us crazy. Um, the last update, 17.0.3, removed all of the sound settings and removed some of the tones available, such as marimba and by the sea. I think they just got moved. Brian, I'm going to try this. So, I'm going on my iPhone. Settings, sounds and haptics, ringtone... And then if you go down to the bottom of all the new ones that are there, mm -hmm. classic, and there's your marimba. They're oh, there, so oh, that's where it classic, is. It, there's like a, an arrow where you can drop into another menu. Yes, and you're all-time famous. 
<laughs> I know people. <laughs> so they're all there if you want them. Um, they have a whole raft of like 35 <laughs> of all new ones, and they're tied in, Ron, to the haptics on the phone, so it vibrates a- as when well while plays? you're doing yeah. it. This is Sprinkles. So they're all there. So, yes, so if you have iOS 17 now, but happy to report, Sentra, uh, that they're all there. Just go to settings, sounds and haptics, ringtone, and then scroll down to classic and tap on the arrow. Yay, glad we could at least fix one in there. Uh, Paula texted in, I've lost the sound settings on my iPhone 12S and my iPad 8 after the last update to 17.0.3. Has this happened to anyone else? I'm wondering if she, if Paula, you mean the same thing, that those are there. But otherwise... Oh, right, the specific sound settings, like the menu. You can get into the sound menu, I assume? So settings, sounds, and haptics, Paula. And that should do that. So let us know if that's not, if we're interpreting that correctly and that's not what you mean. Is if the you, update turning them off or lowering the level? Yeah. Yeah. On an iPhone or an iPad, you pull down from the top right corner of the screen and the gray and white control center comes up and your sound will be the big slider on the right. One in from it is the, is the brightness slider. Right. And that's always there. Pull down from the top right corner of your screen. Bruce had said that he um, seems to be an iPhone glitch. My iPhone home screen will not rotate when I rotate my iPhone. I do not have screen lock turned on. And I turned the phone off and on. Sorry, Bruce, there is no rotate on the home screen of an iPhone. Never has been. Mm-hmm. Only on an iPad. Yep. Yes. So you're and probably used to doing that on an iPhone. You can rotate everything else on the, on yeah, the any iPhone. Any app like, you can like photos or... Yeah. A lot of, well, not every app will support, obviously, a landscape view. But yeah. uh, the one that's, if they do, that's how you're, they're going to work, yeah. Listener says, Ron, the party starring Peter Sellers is a screen. <laughs> I have that, too. <laughs> It is. I it's don't know that totally one. totally inappropriate today. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, oh, my God, it's funny. And yeah. Peter texted in and says, I'm looking for sure now for Fu Manchu. Thank you for the suggestion, Ron. There you go. See, we're full service here. We don't just do, do techie stuff here. Okay, a couple other techie things. Taylor Swift. This is amazing. This is, I am so happy for her in this. Um, the Eris the Tour movie started screening on Friday. Item 18 in the notes, Ron, for you. It set a new record for Canadian box office pre-sales. These are people that bought tickets before it started. More than 6.2 million in tickets sold before the movie opened to huge crowds. And the demand was so great that because she's worked out the deal with the distribution company, it's not a studio. The studios didn't make the movie. The studios aren't distributing the movie. They're really upset about that. And so they actually worked it out with Cineplex and with the big chain in the USA, uh, Brian, to start showing it just after midnight on on Thursday night. Oh, fun. So you didn't have to wait till Friday night because the right, demand right. was so great. She just said, yeah, okay, do that. And because it's digital, <laughs> yep. then they just had to unlock it Release so they it. could start showing it. In the U.S., more than 37 million U.S. in pre-sale tickets. What's especially impressive, it's two hours and 48 minutes. The theaters didn't quite know what hit them when this arrived because it's not people sitting in the dark watching the movie. They're up and dancing and singing along. And so... Yes, I've seen the photographic proof. 
Yes. One of our other students from Japan went to the movie last night, the premiere at Silver City. Yeah. And has pictures of people standing on the stage in front of the screen dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Of course, yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Happy to report that locally it's playing not only at Silver City, Odeon Cineplex, and Cineplex West Shore, but at Silver City Telecom, they got permission to upscale it and show it in IMAX. So if you want the oh, ultimate wow. experience in IMAX. So that is really cool. I think that that's just so awesome. We're going to take... Yeah, our girls want to go and see that as well. And an unrelated item, does anyone have a vacuum that picks up glitter really well? <laughs> <laughs> Just email me. <laughs> Once you get glitter on you or uh, in your hair, oh, it's, yes. awful. it's there for days and weeks and months. Yeah. Yeah. Suzanne, my wife, is tutoring kids. They do art projects with glitter. Oh, no. And it's like months later, it keeps showing up. You can see that little tiny bits of reflection. Yeah, yeah we've got a glitter ban in our house for sure. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, that one. Um, one important one that hopefully will not affect many of you, but it's going to affect a lot of stores like uh, Gizmos and Tesseract and Priority One. Microsoft has quietly closed the loophole that allowed computers running Windows 7 and 8 to be upgraded for free to Windows 10 or Windows 11. To be fair, Microsoft said they were closing this in 2016. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just didn't. But then all of a sudden they did. So stores that had bought refurbished government computers with Windows 7, oh. thinking they'd put in a new hard drive, yeah. upgrade it to 10 or 11 and sell it for a good price. Doesn't work anymore. Now they have to buy a Windows 10 or 11 license yeah. for $150. So for yeah. you, those of you listening to us, if you are one of those people that still has a PC running Windows 7 or 8, out of luck. If you want to upgrade it, you can upgrade it, but you're going to have to buy a license. You can't use the product key, the license key, for mm -hmm. 7 or 8. thought I would mention that one there. Uh, for, oh, do we need a break? Uh, yeah, we got to take one still. Yes. Yes, sorry. Too busy babbling. Okay, when we come back, uh, answer to a question asked by a listener last week. How do I scan a product barcode to learn more about it, such as the ingredients and the calories of packaged food and drink? The answer coming up. 22 after the hour on Tech Talk as we continue. So, did not know the answer last week. We said we would do homework. Happy to report this one. We did. How to scan a product barcode to learn more about it particularly the ingredients or calories of packaged food or drink. So this is not something you can do natively on Android or iPhone. I don't know why not, because mm -hmm. QR codes you can scan. Right. Yeah. But barcodes, why not? Anyway, not yeah. there yet, so we went hunting. There are literally hundreds of them from which to choose. The best one we found for iPhones is QR code scanner by Tiny Lab. And Ron, for Android... It's a QR and barcode scanner, too, from a company called Gamma Play. Now, in both of these cases, even though it's a very simple but very useful function, because it's so useful, they try to make a buck. So in the case of the QR code scanner by Tiny Lab for iPhones and iPads, watch out for free trials of paid subscriptions that you have to close with a faded X in the corner. Ooh. And on the Android version... Watch out for short ads that you have to watch. After you scan a, uh, yeah. a barcode, when you go to scan another one because you didn't like the ingredients on that jam, mm -hmm. then it goes, wait, watch this ad. Yeah. And you're looking for the button to close the ad, and it doesn't appear. 
until the ad has finished and stays on the screen for like five seconds. A little circle goes around or the X slowly fades in. Yeah. Drives me crazy. Yep. Just don't use apps that use that kind of advertising. But we, that's the best we can find for a barcode scanner. So if really? you know a barcode scanner for Android or for Apple that doesn't do this, I looked and there's literally like 480 different barcode scanning apps on the Apple App Store. So if anybody knows one that doesn't uh, do it this way, then uh, please let me know. Uh, Two of you have said, what was the video with the 100 food hacks? You go to YouTube and you search for 100 food hacks I learned in restaurants. The video is by Joshua Weissman, W-E-I-S-S-M-A-N. Glad to help. That's a really useful one there. Okay. Uh, more texts here. If you got phone calls for us while we're live on Saturday, star 1070 on a mobile phone. Promise not to keep you waiting. And 250-386-1161 on a lounge line. Um, there was another text here for you, Ron. Okay, from Quinton, listening to us from Kitchener-Waterloo in Ontario. Hi. Mm-hmm. Dear Alan, love the show. Thank you. I have a Scientific Atlantic cable box from Rogers. Okay, now we're out of our depth because Rogers doesn't provide TV service here. Yep. They bought Shaw, but it's still Shaw equipment. Model Explorer 8300 HD. I own it. It keeps rebooting. I believe this is telling me that the hard drive that's fitted in there is eventually on its way out. Yep. Probably. Also, if it's rebooting, it could even be the logic board in the, the tuner itself. It's it sometimes works for a couple days. He texts and then does this boot thing. Wonder where I can get an IDE replacement hard drives from in or near Kitchener-Waterloo. Not easy these days. Everybody wants to sell you SATA or SSDs or a crazy price on Amazon for IDE drives. That's true. IDE drives are well, headed for the museum, so the ones that are left are they're like vintage cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the other thing with the drives, the IDE drives for those, they made another one for some of these boxes that would only work with cable boxes. Yeah. You had to buy a specific IDE drive. Yes. So I'm not sure if that's the case with that brand. I would reach out but, to Rogers uh, Customer Care by yep. just going to rogers.com, tapping on the little chat button down that appears in the corner, yep. and tell them, even though you own this, um, Quinton, they will likely be glad to give you a replacement to keep you as a customer. They won't charge you anything for that. Um, or... They may even be able to come up with an. But I'm. I think Ron's right. Uh, if it's rebooting sometimes, but then not, I'm guessing that's more likely going to be the logic controller board than Normally the drive itself. Normally, it would itself. freeze if it was the hard drive. That's what we would see with cable boxes. Generally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would check with Rogers Customer Care, and they can tell from the serial number that you own it. But in many cases, with these things, they want to keep you as a customer. They don't want you switching to, in your case, Bell or Telus. So they will. They will normally. Yeah, try, and I, try I know to find people like to happy. keep their movies on the box. Like people loved having it on a hard drive yeah. at home rather than having to access, you know, a server that belongs to the service provider. Yeah. But those days are going away quickly here. And the other reason for that is the amount of storage it takes for a movie in 4K HDR yeah. that fills up that drive quickly. Yeah. And sometimes the movie's not in HDR. Oh, next week it is. So by pulling it off the server and watching it seamlessly, then you get the higher quality as they upgrade those because the studios are quietly going back and redoing this. 
Okay, another one. Brian, this one for you. Mm. Uh, I have an old, late t- 2010 MacBook Pro with High Sierra that I'm unable to send but receive emails from. Uh, Mac- unable to send or receive? Yeah, I'm unable to send but can receive emails from. I'm inserting the word. They're thinking that's what uh, they mean. Uh, yeah. It's recognized by my phone because I regularly download my photos to my photo library on the laptop. The MacBook Pro only uses password, not a passcode, which is what I'm asked to provide. I thought of that too, they say. You need a passcode for that? Uh, something's not adding up there. No. Um, now, which, which, what kind of email address is it? Don't say. Yeah, I'll, send that information. That's going to make a difference. Yeah, I'll give you this. I'll give this text to Brian and person that ends in 5897 and we'll, we'll get back to you on that one there. Okay. Uh, Hi, Tech Talk. I bought a Microsoft-certified refurb PC from London Drugs years ago. It came upgraded with Windows 10 Pro digital license. Does that mean I can't take it in repairs? It's having problems. To get Windows 10 reinstalled with its digital Pro license? No. No, what that means is any computer that's been upgraded or with Windows 10, as long as it's got a digital license, you are fine. You can go 10, reinstall, 11, whatever you need. It's just if the computer is seven or eight it can't those are gone the yep. you, the upgrade path isn't there it has to be a new license but no anybody that's currently on windows 10 came from seven or eight you're fine going legitimate forward. copy no problem yep. yeah no problem there the digital license is the answer back with more after this now tech talk with alan perry on cfax 1070 welcome back to tech talk final half hour here for our October 14th and 15th edition, Bell and Rogers and their flanker brands, and now Freedom Mobile are waiving all long-distance charges for calls and texts for the rest of this month to Afghanistan, Gaza, the West Bank, and Israel. Afghanistan, obviously, in wake of the devastating earthquake there. Gaza, the West Bank, and Israel, because of what's going on in the in the news there. So happy to report there's nothing that you need to do. So this applies to Bell, Virgin Plus, Lucky Mobile, Rogers, Fido, Chatter, and Freedom Mobile. If you want to call or text somebody in those areas, then, Ron, you just simply do it. Just do it and there'll be no charge. Yeah, that's a a really nice one there. Um, Apple says promised new features that were missing in the initial iOS 17 release will arrive in 17.1, which should be out by the 20th. Fourth. They don't normally tell us that, but a French regulator posted the message, and so they go, yeah. So the, the 24th, that's when that stuff's coming there. If you have a Google Pixel phone made in the last three years, you now have access to 26 new notifications, ringtones, and alarm sounds. The new collection is called Gems. The sounds have matching fantastical names like Opal Bell, Dancing Rocks, and Amber Beats. So there you go in that one there. We're working away on the show notes to get them back. I've now got them back on my screen. I'm in editing mode. Don't know why you can't see them, so I'm going to try again to see. So it's complicated. It's geeky stuff, and it's beyond my pay grade. Brian might be able to sort this out. But we're working on, we're working on a solution in any case, so, so bear with us there. Microsoft is mad because I was throwing shade about them for having <laughs> oh. us shut down for so long. Okay. Could one of you try checking? Now, again, we're live on Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Hopefully, this is all resolved. Could one of you try the link? Oh, uh, the one you emailed? Uh, and no, just go to your show notes.ca. 
So sometimes the simplest thing solves this. Bruce and two other uh, friends at Microsoft had said, go to your OneDrive, find where the notebook is stored, and open it and see if that solves the problem. Open it from OneDrive. I did that. And so now I've clicked on the link and it opened. So now you guys try when you go to shownotes.ca. You've I still got think, the error message. I think my station computer's crashing. Uh-oh. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> it's mad. Oh, what? okay. Just Chrome is crashing. I what tried did... opening it in Chrome and in Edge and it's, I still okay. get the same result. Well, we're halfway there. Uh... <laughs> so d- when you have challenges with your technology, this is a classic example of proving it's not just you. We all have this stuff. We're, we do this for a living that's driving us crazy. We're at the point where staring at the flat tire, we're wondering what to do about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Good analogy. There we go. Okay. Uh, other things that we were going to get here. Okay. Uh, for Kirk, who downloaded 455 megabytes of show notes on OneDrive, should I delete that from the drop-down box? Yes, please. Sorry, that's part of this part of this issue there. It's just one of those things that that drives us crazy. Uh, big deal uh, that will not affect most of you, but you should know about it. It's a huge deal in the gaming world, Ron. Number 19, Microsoft, mm-hmm. uh, number 20, Microsoft has finalized its $94 billion Canadian, $69, million, $69 billion U.S. purchase yep. of video game maker Activision Blizzard. Yep. So Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Crash Bandicoot, Candy Crush, and others are now part of Xbox. That's huge. In yeah. order to win approval of the deal, Microsoft signed deals with the likes of Nintendo, NVIDIA, and PlayStation to keep Call of Duty on those platforms for at least 10 years. So think about that. That's like Coking, Coke making a deal with Pepsi that, okay, Sprite will be able to show up in your coolers for 10 years. Yep. Wow. Mm. And then the other, that still wasn't good enough. The UK still said, nope, not going to approve it. So they had to do one more run. Yeah. So Activision Blizzard Games, um, they, they made a landmark deal to sign, uh, sell streaming rights with them when Ubisoft, the maker of Assassin's Creed, yeah. one of the most popular video games of all time. So that gives you an idea how much money there is in the gaming market. They're willing to make those two huge concessions. Yep. So competitor number one, we promise to put the games on your platforms as well as ours for 10 years. Competitor number two, you get the entire streaming rights to all the games from the company we're buying. Well, and let's be clear, a lot of money has already been made on those games. They're hoping for future revenue. That's why the streaming rights. Yes, That's sort of what you were saying about having the Blu-ray versus streaming it off-platform Platform X. Yep. That that is a really cool one there. I got one. Uh, I lost the uh, Gary on the. He was on hold, but yep. uh, the solution is he's been so he's running an older version. He's in Mojave, Mojave. But why can't I say that word? Um, an older Mac OS, and uh, he keeps getting notifications. It seems like he's probably accidentally hit like allow this website to send me notifications, and it's all like your computer's been compromised, your hard drive is failing, oh, well, all yeah. this alarmist stuff. Um, so you're going to want to launch Safari, and when you go into settings, um, yes, they call it settings, settings, and find the tab for websites, and then find notifications, and you'll see a list of websites that are either allowed or denied the, yeah. the right to send you notifications. Um, if for whatever reason you can't find it there, also go in your system settings and check notifications. I like to turn it off. I don't yes. ever want these notifications interrupting me. Notifications was a great idea, but now the bad 
crooks have decided to exploit this. Global has a huge problem. Global TV. Mm-hmm. They rent out their notification service. So you oh, get no. these pop-ups in the bottom right corner. Yep. And they've signed these contracts so they can't get out of it. So, for example, on Chrome or Edge, go to the three dots in the top right corner. Mm-hmm. Go to Settings. Now, on Edge, it's Cookies and Site Permissions on the left. And yep. you scroll down to Notifications, and you turn this, the switch from Ask to Blocked. Scroll down a bit, Brian, to All Permissions and find Notifications. Uh, You've already uh, done it. You've got it blocked. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. So you can say... Um, don't don't even allow websites to ask. Yeah, no, because yeah. unfortunately, ninety nine percent of them are now scams. It's just not worth it. You never. It's like giving them your phone number and saying like, "Send me daily deals" or something. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that's about, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those bad things, and they didn't realize the significance of it until too late. So yeah. <laughs> they did that. So yeah. Okay. What was the other one? Oh. Um, this is something that's on the, the. We told you on the news some time ago that uh, Sonos, the makers of the really yeah. high-end smart speakers, they were suing uh, Google over their Nest smart speakers, saying that Google had was illegally using proprietary technology to allow you to group speakers if you had myriads of or okay, five yep. or six. Yep. And so mm. Google put all those features. They turned off all those features while they went to court. Okay. Google just won in court this past week. Okay. They said, no, they did it a different way. It looks like it's your way, but they did it a different way. Oh in a nutshell, boiling down a multi-billion dollar case, yeah. Google is now turning that feature back on. So if you have some Google or Nest smart speakers, you will soon once again be able to group them into you know patio or whatever. Nice. So. That's a small thing, so that one's worked its way through the courts. The other one that is out there is, I'm still curious as to how this is going to work, Elon Musk's SpaceX Starlink satellite internet company mm. says it will begin offering Starlink direct-to-sell cell phone service mm. next year. Initially, just text, but we're talking directly from your cell phone you'll be able to send text via satellite, and then in 2025, you will be able to actually do voice calls via satellite. That's great. It's funny because it'll actually, like, there's probably at least like 50% of people out there think that this is how it works anyway. <laughs> they don't realize cell towers are currently what we're using. Satellite mm-hmm. will be such a better option. Yeah, and if you want to read more uh, about this, um, I'll, give you, I'll give you the link. Um, you just go to direct.starlink. Now, if you're wondering, well, wait a minute, do I have to buy a new phone? No, this will be like changing your provider from TELUS Bell, Rogers Freedom, changing it to Starlink Direct. That will become a thing in the new year. And then you will do that. Seamless access to text, voice, and data for LTE phones across the globe. And there's an interesting wording in here. Starlink satellites with direct-to-cell capabilities enable ubiquitous access to texting, calling, and browsing wherever you may be on land, lakes, or coastal waters. Or not at sea. I don't know why. Hmm. Land, lakes, or coastal waters. Is that limited to the scope of where the satellites point? Yeah. You know, or is there some agreement for 
like cruise ships that own the satellites to cover yeah, the seas. Yeah, not sure what I that's about. I don't think about. it's worth it to do. <laughs> Probably. There's still not much population in yeah, the open yeah. ocean. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the one person Relation that's going to be out there, what? don't send satellites that are just going to cover the yeah. ocean. And so I read down further, and it says, Direct-to-Cell works with existing LTE phones wherever you can see the sky. No changes to hardware, firmware, or special apps are required, providing seamless access to text, voice, and data. So they say text starting in 2024, voice and data starting in 2025, and then IoT, Internet of Things, so smart gadgets like watches, etc., coming in 2025. If they pull that off, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It has to work. People have high expectations, for yeah. sure. So as they're launching the Starlink satellites in batches of 22 that we keep seeing the launches and you see the little pearl, string of pearls across the sky, they've got more than 4,000 of them up there now, but they're going to have to bring them down and replace them. So they'll come back down, they'll send a signal to bring them down and burn up on reentry, and they're going to replace them with the new generation that have an advanced E node B modem that acts like a cell phone tower in space, allowing network integration similar to a standard roaming partner. So bit by bit, from that network of Starlink satellites that are up there, which they're constantly adding to, they launched another 22 just three days ago, they're going to start bringing the older ones down and replacing them with this new generation with E node B modems. Oh, wow. I wonder how they bring them down. They sent a command burn to burn them up. Yeah, they're small. Yeah. They're they're not that big. The solar panels about the length of a bus, mm-hmm. but the oh, wow. actual satellite itself um, is about the the size of one of those mini freezers. Okay, that's all. Yeah, and some of them are, and the new generation are even smaller than that. They're the size of a large microwave. So yeah, so this is really cool. Um, Direct to cell satellites will initially be launched on their Falcon Nine rocket and then on Starship. On orbit, the satellites will immediately connect over laser backhaul to the Starlink constellation to provide global connectivity. So they have announced their partners. T-Mobile in the U.S., Rogers here in Canada, Mm. Cody in Japan, Optus in Australia, 1NZ in New Zealand, and Salt in Switzerland. So, and I've got a link now. They just put up the news release. Rogers signs agreement with SpaceX to bring satellite phone coverage to Canada. So there's the deal. So that's it. So you won't have to switch carriers. You'll just have to be Rogers, and there will be an extra charge for that, I'm sure. Curious to see how much extra they'll charge for direct-to-satellite. But this is a big deal, Ron, potentially, when you think about it. Well, is it going to require a different phone? Because it says they're doing cell phone service. No different phone. And you're going to connect to a satellite orbiting the Earth with your regular cell phone. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, you can do it now for emergencies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a burst of data that answers 20 questions. It's not like, hey, Ron, going to be late from a hunting trip. Interesting. (laughs) Bring more food to, you know, uh, (laughs) West Coast Trail. Things like that. Yeah, uh, that, on the cruise ship. Yeah. yeah, things that we wouldn't have even thought of. And here's the quote from Rogers. One, I'm literally reading this for the first time myself. Um, as a Canadian, I'm excited that SpaceX is collaborating with Rogers to bring SpaceX's direct-to-sell service to Canadians. I'm proud of the impact this will have across the country wherever Canadians may work, play, or travel. That's Sarah Spangolo, Rogers' co-lead for direct-to-sell. Once commercially available, satellite-to-phone coverage will work with all 5G and 4G smartphones. 
The coverage will support SMS and MMS texts, so that means pictures as well as just words, to help all Canadians reach 911 as first responders and emergency services upgrade their systems for emergency SMS texting. So that's coming in the next few months. This could be the beginning of the end for a traditional satellite phone then, if this works, if they're able to span the globe with it. Yeah. Wow. That, that boggles my mind. Think of the technology. to Now, they're only orbiting at about 340 kilometers above us. They're low Earth orbit. So that's why, because I'm thinking, how are you going to get that signal? Yeah. And those things are going across 175,000 kilometers per hour. So, wow, that is really cool. So Rogers is the partner I'll put that part updated into the links. That one just, just showed up in there. Okay, love to take your calls. So we always leave people on the phone at the end of the line. So if you're listening to us live on Saturday, no dumb questions. doesn't matter what you ask. It's not dumb. The reason you're asking it means you want an answer. We'll try. Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161. Or by text, you can try 1070-10. Include your first uh, name somewhere in the text. Welcome back to Tech Talk on ZFAX 1070 with Alan and Ron and Brian and Laura, who's sitting in visiting us from Santiago in Chile. I'm just going to send you guys a link. Let's see if this solves the show notes. We're working on it. Uh, notes link, sorry. I'm just trying to... Uh, notes link. We're trying to solve this problem. Just so that we get frustrated just like the rest of you. Can you try just creating a new notebook and inviting us to that and see if that one works? Well, if I have to, but <laughs> we're just trying to trying to sort this sure. one out there. Okay, now there was a couple other texts here for you that I wanted to check. Uh, that, sorry, just scrolling down. So many of you sending messages here. Thank you. I want to see if I can do this. I'm running a copy of Windows 10 that was activated with a Windows 7 product key. Mm. I want to upgrade the SSD in my computer. When I reinstall Windows on the new SSD, do I now need to buy a new license? Jacob, no. Happy to report that because you activated Windows 10 with the 7 product key, you now have a digital license. Mm. You can actually check that for sure if you want by going to the search box in the bottom left and typing system. Mm-hmm. And you will see it says Windows 10 activated with the digital license. Windows knows that. The hardware in there besides the hard drive is yes. authorized to run the new version of Windows if you upgrade it on it. Yes. Is it tied to your your ID, your Windows account? No, it's no. actually... I thought it was it's initially. It it's the was. motherboard. It's something on the motherboard. Yeah. So it's like oh, serial it, number. Oh, okay. Or, It'll recognize that. So that, you don't even have to sign in as yourself. You could set it up as someone yes, else. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Now, oh, good. if you were to replace the motherboard... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a problem. Yep. Then, the, well, <laughs> there is still an electronic phone system that you can call and tell them that I have replaced. I've replaced the hardware, and it gives you. It's like a thirty-six character code that oh, you have to punch yes. in on the phone. So I've tried one of those. Um, I don't know, but if you that's a new computer. If you replace the art, art, the motherboard, so it's kind of like, well, you get in. You need a new license for a new computer. Yeah. So that 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 one is there. So. Okay, uh, so many other things to get caught up on here. Um, I can't show you that one on the show notes because there's a couple links to videos. We found the first wedding ever filmed, um, in, and they restored it in using AI and colorized it. It's from 1900. It's really oh. cool. So I will put these into into the show notes 
for um, for future. Oh, here was the other one. This was an answer to a question we didn't get on the air last week, but it was off, and I thought it was a really good one. If you have an Android phone like yourself, Ron, and you think someone might be using an Apple AirTag to track your movements, mm-hmm. there's Apple has put out a free app for Android phones. It's called Tracker Detect. Yeah, I've run that a few times. I've tried that one. So you go to the Google Play Store, and you search for Tracker Detect, and you download it, and if it detects an AirTag or another Find My compatible item tracker near you for at least 10 minutes, it has to be near you for at least 10 minutes, you can then use the Tracker Detect to have the tracker play a sound to help find it. Oh, look, it's in my jacket pocket. Yeah. It also lets you find out more about the tracker, see if it's in lost mode, as in somebody accidentally... Uh, lost it. It could be near a lost phone or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it also provides instructions on how to disable it if if all else fails. So that's that's a really good one. Quick break and back with our final segment after this. Final couple minutes of Tech Talk here. One of the other things that we'll talk about more next weekend is you can now share Apple AirTags. Uh, They are awesome feature, but now if you share a set of car keys and both of you want to know where the car keys are if they get lost. Either one of you can do that. Uh, I've got some links in the notes, but you can't see those, so I promise we will sort those one out. I'm going to fire up some music to take us out of here, Brian. Oh, yes, indeed. You know you make me want to There we go. Ron, thanks for being here. Yeah, Glad pleasure as always. always. I appreciate yeah. the advice. Laura, great to have you here from Chile. Enjoy your time here in Canada. You'll be with our other students as well. Brian, thanks for everything behind the scenes. We'll work out the show notes somehow there. Yep. So get out there and enjoy the zombie walk if you're listening to us live on Saturday, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. They'll be roaming around downtown Victoria. Don't think Victoria's unsafe with all the blood. And, of course, Oktoberfest, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday at Uptown. And maybe I'll see you at Boardwalk Burgers at the Bay Centre for their freebie. Buy one, get one free. That's it for the show. Thanks very much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and so it goes. Hey, hey.